Hello, this is Jeff. It is a good thing that you have remained and your commitment is noted. Minds focused on the integration of consciousness and the etheric waves produced by what must now happen have increased in number, forming a phalanx of attunement. You are among good company and would do well to encourage its continued amalgamation and augmentation. This has expanded my reach and infused the work. The circulant is finally taking shape. So do not leave and instead maintain your presence after these events, listening carefully and recording appropriately. Hello? What time is it? Who is it? Um, I don't know. I... Situation. Green. Boop. Head. Sorry, honey. I have to take this. Tiberius finishes his drink in one shot, looks at Fabian and goes, why am, why am I here if this is a bug squash situation, as you said? My understanding is the specialty that you bring to the table will be very useful. You see, our little friends, our little passengers here, they are quite well read. His eyes twinkle, but he doesn't say much more. Great. Good for them. Under the table, texts his friend who is watching his cat to make sure to give her the eye drops otherwise she gets a little a little antsy you get a thumbs up emoji sick that's the best one yeah yeah no ryan is going to slam his fist on the table and exclaim australia (laughs) (laughs) was bugging me the whole time okay all right well bug hunt that's something new fabian nods he's smiling he looks extremely excited his whole demeanor is one of You've been chums for years. So when do we when do we get going? Ryan's gonna lean forward and say, Fabian, I feel like we've been chums for years. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> it uh it does feel like we've known each other a while, odd thing, isn't it? Can you give us some information about how the the last bug hunt went? Let's learn from past mistakes, yeah? It went very well, thankfully. You won't be on the squashing side of this. Okay. We'll be more on the distraction side. Now, we're here in TJ 
because this will be the X-Field spot. Once the deed is done, get a feel for it. It's a good spot for folks like us. But we're also here because as a cache you need a visit. It's got nearly all the tools you might want, depending on what you grab. You'll probably find it hard to board across. If you need cover, I can take each of you to uh, to the Bonyo here, snap a photo, and I'll have some tribal IDs whipped up for you by the end of the day. That'll probably work if you avoid trying to grease some palms and just act natural. Otherwise, you're pros. I know you can handle yourselves. Just just an offer. Sure, I'll take an ID. Tiberius kind of waits to see what everyone else, if they accept this deal or not. He doesn't want to be first. <laughs> yeah, Prentice just asking, why do you want a shoddy tribal ID when you have a private jet? Just to just to collect items, just to fill up the inventory. Oh, Prentice is just humoring him. He was literally going to throw it away, like, <laughs> like immediately. Oh, okay. Well, all he's going to do is take you to a bathroom and snap a photo of you. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. That's hot. That's exactly what he just said. Ryan says yes. I mean, that's... Ryan says yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Please. These are waist down shots. <laughs> uh, uh, stick out your board and lip a little bit. Uh, no, no, no. More, more sultry. Uh, how about uh, how we see his shoulder? Just one shoulder. <laughs> it's a long, hot day. Why don't you take your shirt off? <laughs> If not more than one person goes in there, Tiberius is not going to go in there. <laughs> yeah, literally no one's going to go in there. <laughs> yeah, Ryan's not. Wait, okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going in there either. <laughs> so he adds on as you think about going into the bathroom with this very sexy Australian man. Too sexy. <laughs> there is one thing I need you to get out of that box. A heavy orange crate. You can't miss it. I don't want to be logging it around myself while I finalize things. I need to stay nimble, so I'm depending on you. It's important, so don't leave it behind. Ryan's going to say, are you going to make me ask? Make you ask? He smiles. What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting for that oh, seven reference. Holy shit. I wasn't even meaning that as a bit. Oh, my God. I'm so annoyed. I didn't even intend that. It makes it more beautiful. You know? <laughs> it's equipment we all need to make sure this this goes right. Best not to open it. It's Gwyneth Paltrow's head, says Prentice. <laughs> I mean, how else do you stop wicked dragonflies? Use that old goop head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Uh, goop head. Tiberius uh, <laughs> chimes in. Can you at least tell us if uh, it needs air or food? There's nothing living in the box. Just... Equipment. Doesn't mean it doesn't need air or food. <laughs> <laughs> I like you, Agent Tiberius. He holds his glass up and takes a long swig. Tiberius looks around for the waiter trying to get another drink. <laughs> yeah, one is soon delivered to you without much fuss. Uh, Paris looks at him and finally speaks after having basically been staring this guy down the entire time and, and hardly moving. Although Paris doesn't look as, as suspicious as he did when he first sat down. He says, Fabian, can you um, just a little bit more clarity? into what you mean by distraction? No, 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 no. We're, we're not going to go over the full plan until we're in Long Beach together. Okay, well, where's the, where's the, what was it he said that we have to go pick up stuff from? So he told you there's a cache here in TJ that you need to visit. Where's the cache? Yeah, I, I just wanted to quickly, with Ryan, I noticed that, you know, he's acting different than the rest of the crew here. And I can I, I don't know what your player to player situation here is, but I want to roll a human 
on him. I want to see like what, like why, or not why, but it, like, is he really acting that much different, or am I just kind of reading into it because I'm feeling uncomfortable? Okay, go ahead and roll. All right, that is. Uh, <laughs> I have a thirty, and that's a thirty, right? What does that mean? Oh, success! Perfect. <laughs> nice, dude. Good job. Do I answer that then, Chris? Yeah, actually, yeah, th- I, I kind of like that idea. I don't. Uh, tell me if this is too much. In general, Ryan is very kind of just let's get this done. He at this point is unsurprised that the information is vague, doesn't really have any questions because he hasn't heard anything that is of immediate concern to his survival. Yeah, so basically he's bored. So this is a standard Ryan situation. Ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> and so Prentice asked where the cash is. Yeah. Hotel Quartz, actually. Really nice. I've got uh, room 1687 myself. Oh my gosh, that's where we're staying. That's my room. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Take a few dollars and have someone let it's you into... R- r- uh, Okay, what what do you want to say? <laughs> Sorry, I, I was gonna say it's reverse railroad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna railroad the GM. Got him. <laughs> is that? Is it? Sorry, Chris. Please continue. I'm so sorry. Just take a few dollars and have someone let you into the concrete building that has all the equipment and pumps for the pool. It's next to the real big one in the back, packed with tourists, and set off to the side with. With a bunch of nice plants to draw the eye away, back toward the uh, the chicos and chicos in the water. Act like you know what you're doing, and no one will bite an eye. Even better if they think you're a cartel. But look who I'm talking to. You're professionals. Anyway, there's a broken pump way down the line. Looks like a rust bucket from the last century. Behind it is a hatch with a keypad. Usually a bunch of pipes and trash on it, so you'll need to do some excavating and replacing when you're done. Code is 0451, it will flash red. Type it again with two extra zeros, it will then flash green. Voila, stairs down, and all the goodies you might need. Bring duffel bags and have someone keeping watch to discourage the janitor from poking their nose in. Everything's fair game, your discretion rules all. Remember, you'll be putting everything back that you don't use. Plus, maybe more. Once this opera curtains. And uh, don't forget that orange box. I was going to ask you what the number is again, but I think that Tiberius is distracted enough that whatever I wrote down is what he thought. <laughs> nice. That works for me. Any other questions Zero, four, five, for one. your contact, Fabian? So once we get what we need, uh, what, what happens then? Right. Well, you'll meet the A-team in two days in Long Beach. You have plenty of time to prepare. Do whatever you need to do for something like this. And uh, yeah, here's my number. He slips over a pad with two numbers scribbled on it. Only call me from the burner phones you find in the box. Tiberius grabs the number, puts it in his pocket. So, clear as mud? Are there any expected or unexpected known unknowns and known knowns that we should be cognizant about? Nah, Tiberius, we're making this easy on you. You'll just walk into an equipment shed and then come out with whatever you need. Yeah, and the agency is known for easy stuff. Got it. <laughs> he laughs. laughs. Enjoy the easy stuff, mate. It'll be a bit different once we hit Long Beach. We'll still be taking care of you, though. Sure. Well, it's been lovely. Thank you. I agree. Takes another sip from his nearly finished Pilsner glass. Ryan's going to make to get up, 
extend his hand and then turn to the group and say, I'm happy to drive. Sure. Paris still staring at uh, Fabian just says, yeah, I guess we'll be, uh, I guess we'll be seeing you soon. That you will, mate. Smiles, his eyes gleaming. That was not ominous. <laughs> <laughs> you four leave Bar Dali and you're back on the sunny streets of Avenida Revolucion. It's very easy to procure um, transportation. Now it sounds like Ryan wants to rent a vehicle here. Is that correct? Yeah. I imagine it was kind of like an arranged car from when the plane landed. Yeah, that's we can we can fee out that for sure. Do y'all want to head directly towards the cache or is there uh, something when, else you'd when like to do? When we're like out of earshot of most people or most people that would be paying attention, whatever Tiberius feels that's appropriate, he's going to turn to the team and just kind of go, sorry for the short introduction. Uh, my name's Agent Tiberius. I like to put it in extra so you remember me. It's good to work with you boys. I'm sorry, I'm a little out of sorts. Uh, it's just that uh, it's been a while since I've been in the field. Have you worked with Fabian much? First time. Yeah, first time. Have you worked with him? I have not, but uh, he looks familiar. I was just hoping y'all can tell me if I sh- could trust him or not, but I guess that's the game, huh? Yeah, I find it best to not trust too many people. When was the last time you were in the field? I mean, uh, it's dedicated. Uh, it's been a it's been a spell, but uh, but know that I I'm a tested asset. I'm ready to go. He looks uh, a little a little bedraggled while saying that, but has like some confidence in his voice. So before we move to the next beat, I think we should here on the bustling tourist filled streets of Tijuana. Let's just quickly go around. What do you guys all look like? Let's start with Prentice. Yeah, Prentice is a lithe man with light brown hair, blue eyes. His eyes are like piercing and intelligent. His face almost always has a smirks about to spring out on it at any moment. He's wiry, slightly above average height. Whoa, brag. <laughs> What's he wearing? Uh, today, I guess in Tijuana, he probably would have planned for that. A summer jacket, a pair of designer jeans, and he has a an expensive set of sunglasses, Ray-Bans that are perched on top of his head. Paris? Yeah, Paris is a medium height, above average build, but clearly military. Clearly, uh, how do I say this? Guy's kind of jacked. Six, 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 six. Uh, he's a strong guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, so he's clearly strong, clearly military, short cut hair. Is it like a, a clean high face. and tight? Uh, or is it just short? Just short. Just short now, yeah. yeah. Used to be high and tight, now it's not so much anymore. He's John, would you say of... that Paris crushes puss? Whoa, <laughs> that's an important question. That's it. Yeah. I, On the daily. Yeah. I would say Paris fucking slays that. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, no, Paris. Just be wearing like a, you know, <laughs> regular pair bail. of <laughs> J.C. Penney's uh, blue jeans, some regular running shoes. I'm not hearing uh, any t-shirt. Ed Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a weird. little affliction here and there. He's not that kind of military. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does he do BJJ? Hey man, he's Marines, not Army. Oh, what about his undergarments? What are those like? <laughs> are they leather? Um, but he doesn't. <laughs> get cl- he doesn't get close le- to the mic before you answer, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so he's wearing he's wearing a light jacket with the sleeves pushed up, and you can see on his right arm some pretty gnarly red red scars, just kind of all over the place. It's looking like he took some pretty recent injuries. For the most part, he seems to be 
not focusing too much on any one person or any one thing, kind of just looking around, looking at everything all at once. Almost as if he's zoning out, but seeing everything at the same time, it's a, it's a little disconcerting. Uh, like he's only half listening to you, but he still, you know, puts out his hand to you know, so say, Agent Paris, good to meet you. Friendly, formal way. Ryan? Ryan is 6'2", wearing a linen suit. He has got straw fedora on to cover his uh, bald head. Big aviator sunglasses to cover up his his lack of eyebrows. Otherwise, long long sleeves, long pants. Does he look like a spook? Is he like, is it a black suit or is it... It's linen, it's like, like a tan, a tan color? linen okay. suit. I would add that he, while 6'2", he, he also just seems fairly gaunt. His arms seem maybe a little little longer than you might expect. His legs too, his torso a little shorter. Uh, so he's he's not not quite as proportional as as you might expect for some of his of his height. Got it. He's a ghoul. I put a bullet. Yeah, in his it's kind of like. Um... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good move. Good move. You gain you gain one DC insanity. Hell yeah. You save the world. You save the world. I feel like to crassly describe him, he's kind of like four chemos in. <laughs> oh wow. Six okay. foot two. So he looks sickly, not just gaunt. Yeah, he. Uh, if you like, yeah, he's gone. He's aviators, kind of his his eyes are a bit covering sunken, his it up. Are a bit with, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a natural. That's, hence the layers. How do your prosthetics the hold the, the sunglasses on? You want to get into that? Prosthetics. <laughs> I'm, I'm it's basically you. like you a Gracho. It's basically like a Gracho <laughs> set of glasses. It's glued on. Yeah. It's one part. <laughs> it's all one. Thing. It's one piece. Ears, nose, glasses. Yep. Exactly. That expensive Dubai prosthetic firm was was really really doing the good work there. Okay, and finally, Agent Tiberius. Uh, Agent Tiberius has that gray peppered brown hair. It's kind of like medium length. It's fine, so he just like pushes it back. He's got like a brown off the rack suit, which kind of fits him, but obviously not tailored. Right? It's a little big. He's wearing brown patent leather, but like fake New Balances because you know you don't want to be on your feet all day. And obviously his tie with the cardinal on it. And he's got his bushy mustache as well. Nice. So as you four chat with each other a bit, asking about this contact Fabian who's sitting back in the bar that you just emerged from. Again, you're in the sunny streets of Tijuana, bustling crowds moving by you as you stand there on the sidewalk. Ryan's car pulls up. Do we make our way straight to the Quartz Hotel? Or is there another spot we'd like to, to go first? Quartz Hotel seems the right move, right? So, Everything is really, as Fabian described, it's a, very, it's a very nice hotel. It's a luxury hotel. As you walk in, it's got an enormous modern lobby, vaulted ceilings, impressive artistic architectural choices. And you see it's, it's fairly busy in this cavernous lobby. There's a few people around sitting in these modern chairs, a few people at the clerk's desk being attended to by the staff. You see that there are doors, large glass plate doors that lead out to the back of the hotel where there's a massive swimming pool that you can see. Looks like it's quite crowded. However, there is a key card that is required in order to access the amenities. Okay, so we can just lo- loiter near the door and wait for someone to go through and then... Is that what you want to do? I mean, that, yeah. yeah. Ryan's going to take a, a phone call, but not actually. And yeah, once someone walks through and they're you know away, we'll grab the door before it closes. Ooh, question marks. You four sneak in as a large group of children and their parents make their way back in from outside and find yourself out on the deck that surrounds this enormous well-lit pool. Again, it's quite crowded. Lots of men and women, children here playing in the water and around. There's food service out here as well as a bar. It's quite busy. Over to the right, 
you do see a bunch of plants that are trying to hide the unsightly rectangular concrete building that appears to be meeting the description that was given to you by Fabian to house these pumps and other equipment. As you get closer to that building, you can see that it as well has a keypad on the outside of it. Oh. I want to point out specifically that since like nothing was really, no plan was conveyed, that Tiberius seemed to roll with the punches like he's done this before. You know, he looks like a, a dork pretty much, but like he kind of <laughs> just went in line and slipped in just pretty cohesive unit for a, a man that looks like him. Got it. Yeah, you're... You're, you're all very uh, heavily dressed for being out here. Now, there, there is an eating place where there are some people with some more professional clothing on, but for the most part, folks are in their trunks. Perfect. Prentice is going to look at the keypad and get the make it and model if he can and YouTube how to bypass that because that's really simple on a lot of these kinds of things. Were yeah, we given sure, the code? Man. Well, that was for the inside. Not for the building. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh, got it. Sorry. You start doing a little bit of research to figure out how to maybe bypass this. You start plugging away on your smartphone. When he's doing that, I want to post up and just kind of keep an eye out, make sure that no one has our attention. Absolutely. Go ahead and roll your search, please. Okay. That is a 40. That's a success. You're looking around and you do notice that some of the wait staff glance over at your group kind of huddled around the front of this building, but no one comes over. No one has a lingering stare, but staff has taken notice. Gotcha. I'll just keep my eyes on them, see if they pick up a phone or call someone over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't see that happening just yet, but I'll, I'll get back to you if it does. What about the other two agents? Y'all, y'all posting up or anything I need to know about? Yeah, Paris is uh, similar, just keeping a lookout, keeping an eye on things, seeing if there's gonna be any potential trouble. Doing his best to give a mean stare if he needs to. And Ryan, are you just constantly and continuously applying sunscreen to your pale gaunt skin? <laughs> I am covered head to toe in cloth, Chris. That's true. That's true, actually. I think the only piece of flesh that might be exposed to the sun is your nose, but that's not real, so we're good. Perfect. I'm wearing a hat. (laughs) It covers your entire body from the sky. That's how it works. (laughs) Is there a free, like, Adirondack chair nearby? Yeah, you can walk walk over to the boardwalk. It's it's not not too far away. You can have have a seat. I'll do that. Prentice, roll your luck. Please succeed. It's Prentice. He never. <laughs> exactly. So that's a yeah, failure that's a uh, on your luck, unfortunately. You're not finding this very quickly. The other agents are starting to get fairly impatient, a little bit more nervous. It's been about 15 minutes of puttering about. Prentice walks over to Ryan and says, hey, let's do this the way Fabian said. Grease some palms and make them think we're cartel. Get ourselves in that pump room. Cool. So Ryan is going to pull out a few hundred pesos from his wallet, walk up to looks like the most susceptible or coercible <laughs> staff member around, someone young, etc. You can roll uh, criminology or human intelligence. Beautiful. Okay. Whichever one you want. want more, I think you might want more than a few <laughs> hundred pesos. Just, just throw it out there. Maybe a few thousand might be better. But There you yeah. go. Well, I failed either way. That was a failure target of 61 and I rolled an 83. Yeah, so as you're approaching a member of the wait staff who appears to be susceptible to bribing, she kind of looks confused, lets you know in not the best English that she doesn't have access and she calls over her manager to come speak to you. A couple other workers come over and this slowly starts getting a little bit out of hand, but you go ahead and roll your persuade. Remember to check when you fail, by the way. Thank you. That was a success, 59 out of a target 82. And finally, you 
convince with a fairly threatening demeanor and you're looking kind of marlon brando-ish with that straw hat and <laughs> the pale skin and glasses so you, you got a little intimidation on your side here oh, if it but, helps uh, paris has paris has walked up behind him and is standing there like he's his bodyguard too. that that does help the managerial staff all three of the managers on duty are there letting you now into the shed if you want all four of you can go right on in okay and prentice takes the back of the line of people going in. As he's shutting the door behind him, he says, now fuck off. Closes the pump room door. The staff does that. They fuck off. They kind of skitter, skitter away. They don't seem to want to want to test you at all. You know you get more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. I mean, if we're pretending to be cartel, I mean, you got to act the part. And they're all vinegar. <laughs> Vinegar's boiling over. Fair enough. Well, inside, you find a well-stocked equipment building. Obviously, the many mechanical and electric systems are attended to from here. You walk down the line of pumps, other large humming equipment, to look for this non-functional apparatus that was mentioned by, by our friend Fabian. There it is, at the very end, rusted, quiet, out of place. Behind it is a stack of debris, long PVC pipes. As you nudge and move them to the side with some effort, you do see that there's a hatch underneath. It takes a few, but with all four of you, you move all of this debris off of the hatch. The code sequence works, and you hear the rectangular hatch sound with a loud clunk audible over the pumps going all around you. It unlocks from its concrete embedded frame. A steep set of rusted iron steps descends into what looks like a crawl space beneath the building's foundation. As you make your way down, you realize you have to stoop to move around in the low four-foot high space. Hey, Chris, Paris is going to stay He's going to stay up. He's not going to go down the ladder. He's going to stay out there just in case, as you said, a janitor might happen to wander by. Okay. Paris is on lookout duty. Got it. It helps show them on their way. There's a pull chain light near the stairs, but when you go ahead and activate it, it emits really only a feeble glow. Many trunks, crates, and boxes are lined across the dirt floor here. They're covered in dirty blue tarps. These tarps, in turn, are held in place by rough stones and bricks. The containers themselves are unmarked, though several seem to resemble military packaging. Nothing is particularly well categorized or stored, as if the items were left here and shoved into various containers in a great hurry. There's an old, suspiciously stained mattress cast aside nearby. It's unevenly settled upon the dirt floor to perhaps cover something else. You fear now in this uncomfortable crawl space, perhaps with your cell phones held aloft to augment the feeble glow. And when you say trunks, you mean swimming trunks from kids who've been pantsed and then their trunks get sucked into the pump and then they have all these extra... Yes, this is called the bullyverse. Got this it. Is where all, yes, this is where all victims of bullying end up, or at least their, their possessions it's do. It's a nexus okay. of if sadness. You dig, if you dig beneath the dirt, you'll find some disturbing things. I don't want to. Thank you. Okay. I'm just letting you know. It's an option. All right, I guess. Well, uh, let, let's find this thing and get the hell out of here. Agreed. Search time. Gotcha. So are you looking specifically for that orange box? Yeah, that's our primary concern. I, Ryan is going to want to look in a few of the other boxes. Though. Sure thing. Sure thing. Tiberius is going to kind of, since they're like really eager to get in there, uh, Tiberius is going to kind of look around, make sure that there's no like obvious cameras or something rigged, anything like that. Roll your search. <laughs> 79, which is a pass. Nice. Whoa, <laughs> you got a good fucking search, dude. Nice. Yeah, Ar I have a magnifying glass. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> it helps. You're right. Uh, this is an this is an opposed roll. So one second, please. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah, good luck opposing <laughs> that. He's not gonna win. 
No way. No, that's a no that's like way. the best roll Tiberius could have done besides an eighty. So I I definitely lost. Say it again. Yeah, you start you start looking at the the dirt walls here under this foundation as as you're stooped over. Got your your phone light in your hand. Set a few paces away in a dirt wall, you you see a very small lens that glints. You get closer and closer, and you just found a tiny tiny little camera that's been embedded in this wall here. You also see that an even smaller motion detector is connected to it. I walk up to it and go, smile boys. And then I, I take whatever cloth or linen or swim trunk that's around and put it over the camera. Got it. You could actually just um, mo most easily just take it out of the dirt wall where it's been pushed in like a push pin almost because it's, mm -hmm. it's an extremely tiny camera. Like we're oh. talking something you could get off a, a spy website and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, you can just pluck it out of the dirt wall and just put it face down if you want. Uh, I'll drop and step on it. It's crushed. Did it get us? Furnaces? I mean, I'm not I'm not on the other side of that camera. I have no idea if it's even working, but can't be the first time you've been on camera. Prentice's face like immediately glitzes over in sweat. Like he's looking very uncomfortable. Go ahead and roll your sanity, Prentice. Whoa, sanity? Okay, I missed something. <laughs> <laughs> in fairness, I also don't know why. So I don't think it's just you. Oh. Prentice, you're about to suffer an yep. acute episode. <laughs> would you like to oh try to transfer God, that onto a bond? Yep. <laughs> yes, I would. You may attempt to repress the blind panic of, of, an, of an acute episode by spinning willpower points. It's always a 1d4. You'll reduce your willpower by that much. Hey. All right, you're going to lose two willpower, and you're going to reduce a bond. All you need to do is describe how that bond might help you keep it together. Uh, in his waning relationship with Ahmad Farati, he does think for a moment on some advice that Farati had given him once about uh, the stresses of the work they do, and he's applied that to a lot of situations, and that, that advice is to uh, steady your breathing while imagining drawing a shape with your eyes, and that helps to take your mind off of what you're what you're uh, freaking out about. And so he uses that now. Roll your sanity. So I'm assuming your eyes are going all wacky, okay. like that cat clock, you know. <laughs> <laughs> They're slowly moving in a in a like large rectangular Fun. motion. Cool. All right, Agent Prentice, you unfortunately failed your sanity roll. Would you like me to take control of your agent? Absolutely. Or would you like to love act, you do or that. would you like to act this uh, out? Or you want me to take it? Actually, okay. yeah, actually, if you want me to, t I'd be happy to. I'd rather you, I'd rather you uh, take it away. So you see the sheen on his, on Prentice's face deepen. Sweat begins pouring. I can't, I can't be seen here. If someone knows I'm here, I can't be seen here. I can't be seen. And he begins to, shrink down onto his haunches and curl up into a ball shielding his face from the direction he thinks the camera was as he scoots along the floor on his ass until he hits the bottom of those metal stairs and he crab walks up the stairs saying no 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 and as, wait, wait, as hold, he gets to the top on. he uh, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna go up the stairs Tiberius is gonna follow you like swoop down a little bit and grab the broken pieces and just be like Look, it's 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 broken. No, no, no. Shh, shh. And he's pretty much trying to quiet Prentice versus like really comfort him, but just being like, shh, shh, shh. it's fine. Everything's okay. Ro roll your psychoanalysis. And it's a fail. 14 out of 10. <laughs> so close. <laughs> and that's how oh, dice yeah. works. Close, so though. Close. <laughs> close though. Close though. Close.
so Prentice, this is uh, not helping it in any capacity. Right. So please. So continue. Prentice makes his way crab walking up the up the stairs. Iberius and, is, and... is going to hold him down if that's possible. He does not want this man to mumble up the stairs. Okay. That's up to Prentice whether or not he wants to fight you or not. Um, and also, Marcani, always remember to check when you nice. fail on your character sheet. So you get a check on your psychotherapy. And, and uh, Tiberius is going to do a whistle like, hey, pay attention over here. <laughs> because I don't think Tiberius can probably hold this man down. <laughs> so per- Paris is not yet present, but Ryan, you see all of this. Ryan's going to call up the top of the stairs if if he has time and shout, Paris, come help come help Prentice out. I can't, I can't lose what I got. I can't lose my practice. I can't lose. I can't it's lose okay, it, buddy. Hey, if buddy, I, it's, okay. Here. it's okay. It's okay. We've goes. been here before. It's, uh, okay. It, it, leave right. me alone. Leave me alone. And is Paris is Paris hearing any of this, Chris, from from Prentice? Yeah, you you hear him yell even even over the rumble of the pumps around you. All right, Paris starts climbing down the. Uh, he's at, at a, above a ladder, right? Was it ladder or stairs? When you look when you look down the iron rung stair, you see Prentice crab walking his way backwards towards you as he's yelling. Honestly, he he looks distressed, manic. R- Ryan's also gonna tell Tiberius. Paris has got this. This. This happens. Yeah, P- Paris shouts sounds like, yeah, I, I got him. I got him and if he comes Tiberius up here. backs off and he's like, y'all, y'all keep looking. He All right, he's, he's your friend. Ryan kind of cracks his neck and gets back to the business of seeing what's in this treasure house, right? I assume. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Welcome to the team. God Tiberius. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's, just an, it's just another Prentice breakdown. <laughs> you start pulling tarps off these crates and opening them up quickly, just taking a glance at what's inside. I'm going to start saying things. You may stop me if something is of interest and you wish to take it or examine and, it further. And am, I, okay? am I back to searching with him? Absolutely. And so to, to kind of speed this along, either one of you can jump in and interrupt me at any time. Does that sound good? Sure. Yeah. First crate that's uncovered contains an unloaded Beretta DT-10 shotgun. Next. <laughs> you keep searching. You find a black carrying case and inside is a Taurus 454 Castle Raging Bull Revolver. It's got a very long eight and three eighth inch barrel. There's also a box of 50 rounds with it, but you see the revolver, it's wrapped in a full rosary. There's 50 glass beads broken into decades of 10, surrounded, of course, by 10, surrounded by a single silver glass bead. Next to the box are three speed loaders, and there's a thin sheet of parchment paper wrapped around its cylinder. Chris, what's a speed loader? It loads revolvers. It is a, yeah, very very oh, fast. Oh, so got it. Oh, got it, basically, got it, got it. It's, oh, it's think of it think of it as a magazine for a revolver. It's sure, very sure, quick. sure. No interest to Ryan. Uh, Tiberius is gonna grab the gun with the with the rosary on it and go. Usually, in my experience, if it ain't jade, it's probably good for you. <laughs> the thin sheet of parchment paper that I mentioned does catch your eye. It looks like something's written uh, on in it. that box around the revolver cylinder is a thin piece of parchment paper that's been wrapped around. Cool. In a corner, you see a heavy olive drab steel ammo can. This is a massive can that comes up to your sternum. When you open it up, you see it's about three quarters full of loose 22 LR cartridges. It must contain three or 4,000 rounds at least, just loose. Are those cartridges that would work with Ryan's gun? Well, they're LR, so that's long rifle. Okay, thank you. Never mind. And they're 22 as well. Uh, yeah, but do you have fire? <laughs> hey guys, I'm a fucking Ryan nerd over here. I guns. Swims cool. in it you like uh, you know Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge <laughs> McDuck. Uh, your power grows. Oh. 
Your power grows. <laughs> Does anybody in this room have firearms 60 or more? I do. These cases have no head stamps. They're very odd looking. In fact, as you look closer, they're, they're loaded with full metal jacket rather than pure soft lead. It's very unusual for this, for this small caliber. Do I see a rifle around here? Uh, not yet. Then Ryan doesn't do anything yet. Paris, you're basically, now you have a absolutely distressed Prentice in your arms. He doesn't quite register that you're there, that you can see he's talking to himself. He's talking about his practice. Hey, but it's all right. Let's just grab a seat. Tell me, tell me gets about out, it. I'm here. If it gets out practice. of here, then, the, the, then I could lose everything. I could lose my practice. I could lose everything. I, my home, my... Paris, I'll give you a psychotherapy plus 20%. Oh, I succeed. 16 out of 30. Prentice, your eyes focus on Paris and you, you realize he's trying to help you. Oh, what happens if I, if I lose hey, everything? It's okay. Yeah, you just... It's all I, right. Just take take a seat. Tell me about it. I'm here. I'm just listening. A camera okay. Well, camera's down there. You're up here. But so. I, I was down there when it, when we found it. If it's transmitting... I'm sure, I'm sure they took care of it. I could lose everything. Paris looks around at the building and says, transmitting from down here? No, look, you've you got nothing to worry about. Uh, uh, that makes sense to you, Prentice. Okay, okay. Tiberius, you find a box with three Taser X2 pistols. I'll, I'll take uh, the Taser pistol. Eight, one, one of them. And I'll, I'll actually put that one inside of my jacket. Got it. Ryan sees this and says, wait, I, I want that. There's, there's three uh, <laughs> here. And he tosses one, like, kind of half-assed at him. I was joking, but honestly, if there are more, then I will take one. Yeah, there's there's uh, one more after you've taken one. So in a plastic Ziploc bag, Ryan, you find a handwritten note. It's fairly elaborate script. It's not a very long note. And the author claims that he or she has evidence that J. Edgar Hoover is planning to kill them. Uh, I pass that over. Tiberius, you find in another box a plastic bag full of Nokia 3310 3G phones. There's eight. I take the appropriate amount of people, so four. I turn it on. Is there a service? Yeah, it looks like it's prepaid with 300 minutes. Ryan, you find an MP5A3 chambered in 10 millimeter auto. It's got 30 round magazines. Since you have a firearms of 60 or above, you notice that it's loaded with glazers. Nice. There's also 10 more loaded magazines in the box. How big is that gun? It's a submachine gun. Jesus. It has a uh, collapsible stock as well, so it can fold up pretty nice. He's going to take that. Yeah, uh, I was actually about to say, like, if there's a case that, you know, he can empty and put that into, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, y'all can do that, too. Y'all can take the the crates as well out of here. I'll put the gun with the... Yeah, I guess if it's a crate, then that doesn't make sense. But yeah, or we could say we brought duffels. That makes sense, too. Either way, I'm good. I don't want sure. to hold this up for that I, for something. I get so. the gun <laughs> in a in a, in a bag. gun acquired. Yeah, and I do I do need you to kind of keep track of this, even if it's just I got a gun that Chris described as a submachine gun. That's perfectly fine. We just need somewhere because yeah, I'm not taking. I'm making. Right now. I'm I'm adding them, but I have no idea about like the stats of each, so we can fill that. No, in I do. Uh, yeah, exactly. When it becomes relevant, okay. we got that. But uh, but yeah, thank you. And Tiberius, you find in a wooden case in a leather sheath. There's a vintage shotgun of some sort. It looks really old, but it's, it's cut down. Only 10 inch double barrels on this thing. It's got a contoured pistol grip. I'll take a look at it and just see if it's serviceable. Yeah, it's serviceable. It's old though, All right, really I'll, old. I'll, I'll sling that on my, or I'll put it in a bag actually. There is something both of you alight on as you're kind of stacking boxes out of the way, moving tarps. There's a blue bottle cap. It bears the script and Karen Cola, 
in stylized cursive. It's sitting on top of a yellow post-it note. The word problem is written on it in faded black ink. Not gonna touch that. <laughs> yeah, Ryan's not, not gonna borrow that trouble. Ryan, you find a plastic evidence bag. It's red, big black block letters. It contains a six inch long iron rail spike. When your phone casts light away from it, you see it emits a faint bluish glow. When orcs are nearby. <laughs> Ryan does love blue. He's gonna take that with him. In or out of the evidence bag? In. He's gonna put it in the, the duffel. I'm putting all this under gear, I assume that's the right place. That works perfect. Okay. That's what was that? A, gear? Glow, blue glow spike? Blue glow spike. In an evidence bag, make sure how, that's- How, how aware- Because you touch it with- How aware screen. are we of each other's bat? Are we like in separate places in the room? Or are we next to each other while we're discovering these things? No one's really tr said they're trying to hide anything from anybody else. So I'm, and I did kind of say, hey, we're all doing this together at the beginning. I'm so fine if we're, he sees- We're aware, yeah, we're aware yeah. of everything that each other is discovering. We're talking, you're talking okay. to each other just naturally So yeah, so Tiberius it. is gonna go, well, I hope you know what that is. Cause uh, it don't look natural. And he just continues to peruse. Ryan will be licking that later. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan under his breath is just gonna go, I, I like blue. He kind of like shakes his head. <laughs> you move that old mattress and underneath is a rectangular orange box. It's about 12 inches lengthwise. Looks to be about six inches in depth. It has powerful looking metal latches and hinges. It's scuffed, scraped, dotted with periodic empty screw holes. It is unlatched. And you, Tiberius, you realize you've seen this before. Oh, okay. Where have I seen this? This is a box that a man at gunpoint, one that you have just recently spoken to in a bar, forced you to remove a strange insectoid cadaver and dissect it. Tiberius will kind of look at it for a minute and then just kind of gulp and, and pick it up move it towards the ladder. And Chris, you said it's unlatched? Correct, yeah. So oh, it's when you unlatched, go to okay. It, so yes, I'll latch yes. it and then I won't open it. I'm not gonna look at it. You go ahead and latch it first, you gulp and then you pick it up. And Ryan, you find a Czech 762 Tokarev pistol. There is a crude star etched in the grip and a single full eight round magazine. Is that better than my Desert Eagle? It's a pretty good gun, but probably not better. It, it's, it's a personal preference, but it's not going to do more damage. If that's your question. Yeah, Ryan's not into sentiment right now, so can let that go, despite his affinity for blue. Otherwise- By the way, that was super fun. <laughs> Just like going shopping was like, this like, is so ooh. <laughs> This is the um, version of D&D &D where you go visit a shopkeeper, basically. Yeah, exactly. Version of that. It's really yep. great. But here's some of the stuff you can buy can kill you or make you go insane or just confound you. Yeah, whenever there's a painting in one of these, Michael, that has a tarp over it, don't move the tarp. <laughs> just stop. Good to know. Otherwise, there's just trash here. It looks like somebody might have been sleeping in here for a little while. There's some rotten tins of bush beans in one of the corners and an old mildewy sleeping bag. Chris, just to to be certain I didn't mishear anything, everything that you listed were were firearms, right? There's There weren't any explosives or well, except for the taser. Oh, actually, I'm gonna get the third, I'm gonna grab the third taser as well. Dueling tasers. Okay, sounds um, good. But there weren't any there was a bot. There was a right bottle now. cap with the word problem written on a post-it, it was lying on. You should swallow that <laughs> as your lawyer. Like a, what could go wrong? A capped bottle or a bottle cap? A bottle cap with the script Ancarin Cola on it. 
Yeah, I'm blue. Leave. It's a blue I'm... bottle cap. Ooh, fuck, fuck. Magpie. Ryan. Ryan is gonna spend 15 minutes fully still, warring with himself, but then leave the bottle cap. There might have been explosives in that orange box that Tiberius brought towards the base of the steps, but that's the box that Fabian asked you to make sure you get. Right, that's fine. And then, and Tiberius isn't mentioning his recognition? He has not. Okay. Okie dokie. Just a lot of long stares across the bar. Hey, I I see you and your friends. (laughs) Ryan will go, oh, great, you found the box. Tiberius, you see that he's like white knuckled on this orange box as he's like bringing the stuff over to the to the ladder. He goes, yeah, uh, relax, dude. Yeah, it's it's just a box. Don't don't be so nervous. I'm not nervous. You're you you sound nervous. (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) You're crazy. (laughs) Kind of walks away. So y'all get your collections together in these duffel bags. You bring everything up where you see Paris and Prentice are having a, a quiet chat. And they look over and they begin helping you lift all of these potentially heavy objects out from underneath this pump house. You close the hatch and place the debris back on top of it once you're finished. Sorry about that uh, again. That's fine. And then uh, I give him the bag with the gun with the rosary on it and just go, here, Merry Christmas. Prentice looks at it, says, thanks. You notice that revolver has a thin sheet of parchment strangely wrapped around its cylinder. Okay, as well as Chris, the I'll take the bait. I'll read the parchment. You know, you don't, you don't <laughs> have to. You might not be interested. I'm just absolutely <laughs> going to I mean, read that. <laughs> if, that's, if Prentice looks at that and he's like, a special message for a me, and he reads it, that's Prentice totally fine. special message. Please hold, he says out loud. Tiberius, his mouth is open while <laughs> when he catches Prentice unrolling the scroll from the, the barrel. You see that someone has written a prayer for protection. In fact, it's titled that. It says, visit this house, we beg you, Lord, and banish from it the deadly power of the evil one. May your holy angels dwell here to keep us in peace. May your blessing be always upon us. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Prentice reads that out loud to everybody and then uh, lets out a long sigh and says, well, that probably didn't help anyone. Well, at least it didn't hurt. You don't know that. Well, I, I guess I guess that's true. <laughs> no one has a Catholic-related motivation, do they? No. I don't think anybody has religious motivations. Okay, cool. No worries. I was just waiting for the Prentice rule sanity, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no triggering yet, but soon. Prentice, just take, take the gun, man. He's, he's just, leave him alone. Well, I'm not teasing him. I'm just teasing whatever nerd wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> do you leave the parchment here on the dirt floor of the the dirty floor of the pump room? No, that's not what he does. He wraps the speed loader back up with the parchment and puts it back in its place. Hope that still works. I'm not going to test it. I brought my own. Ryan's going to give the jet. other taser to uh, Paris. Paris, you look at this taser and you recognize that it is it has a, re- a restricted range on it, meaning it it goes beyond. <laughs> Yeah, like, it goes okay. it goes about twenty feet, which is pretty fucking far for a taser pistol. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I, I thought you were say like it can only go two feet. <laughs> no, um, no, it it's like in a restricted <laughs> a restricted effective range. So somebody's either rigged it, jury rigged it, or it's it belongs to military or law enforcement. Can I use my firearms to see if it's been jury rigged or if it did formerly belong to? F- oh yeah, military. Oh yeah, I'd like to I'd like to do that. Mm-hmm. I succeeded 39 out of 67. Yeah, this is law enforcement issue. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, um, it's a law enforcement issue. They got a restricted range on them, probably up to 20 feet. Nice. So yeah, don't. We got three of them. Don't get, don't, uh, don't get caught with one of these. Tiberius kind of like awkwardly interjects in their like little banner, like I, I found it. 
<laughs> hey, you know, uh, good good job there, Tiberius. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, thanks. And he kind of like look like shakes his head like fuck. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> so I assume we four take our booty to the vehicle through the lobby of the hotel. If there's a better way around, we'll take it. Yeah, yeah. There's a better way around. Okay, we can go through a fence around the um, around the side of the hotel from this from this side. Is there like Crazy. a fence to the beach? Like kind of like beach, in, beach intro that we can kind of just... Yeah, there is. There is. Um, it's in the other direction, but yes. Paris says, hey, to keep up appearances, uh, let's not have Ryan carry anything. Keep him looking like the, the boss of this outfit. All right. All right, Ryan, I need you to go ahead and roll your sanity for me, please. Uh-oh. Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. What are we doing? <laughs> How are we triggering these people? Oh, I know what we're doing. Guys, guys, Chris is, jo- Chris is joking. I am not joking. <laughs> God, I wish I knew what happened in the last campaign. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wait, I don't know about a complex that I have. Why? Yeah, this one I don't know about. This is a weird one. So you I have four a guess, but it's not a good one. Carry carry all of this equipment out. Well, Ryan sort of takes takes his time, and you make your way to the vehicle, private car, and I assume you head back towards your hotel. Is that correct? Yeah. Nowhere else to go. So you have two days before you need to be in Long Beach to get back together with Fabian and his quote-unquote A-team. Besides making any other preparations, which you'll need to tell me about, maybe reaching out to contacts, assets, stateside, maybe look into an extraction contingency, maybe. Maybe look into the things that Fabian mentioned. Let me know what you might want to spend time doing in the interim here. Did and Remind me, Chris, he told us that we're going to be this operation is going to take place at like a convention or something is that is that right absolutely it's called the space tech expo okay so that's so then um i'm going to spend my time just doing research on the uh what that what that is layout of the building layout of the pl- the space doing a little bit of re- doing a little background research on them it's that kind of thing prentice is going to help paris in any way he can so he's going to ask paris like what can i do to help out cuz you're the guy for tactics he's just uh Par- prentice just uh Yes, put your eyes on this man. You're smarter than I am, so look for opportunity. Try to understand what we're what we're up against. And to be clear, I don't I don't trust this team A, and I don't trust Fabian. Assuming it's just me and Prince in the room, it's like, hey man, I don't trust this guy. So let's make sure we can we can get ourselves out of there if we have to. Tiberius pipes in. Wait, Fabian's team A. You know that? You know that for sure? Oh, I'm. I thought that was. I thought that was clear. Was that not clear? Yeah, he, he, he said that he and his team would be on y'all six during the actual mission, which you'll go over in Long Beach. Oh, okay. I may have misunderstood them. Yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, Tiberius is taking it in a different way. All right. Well, yeah, so Paris is going to dig into it. That's what he's going to spend the 48 hours to. I guess mission prep. I think that's the thing in the rule book, maybe. Sure. Yeah, that makes perfect sense to me. So you're, you're, you're researching the names and places that were dropped to you. Makes perfect sense. What about Tiberius and Ryan? Um, Tiberius is shook. He uh, mm-hmm. is sitting on the bed with uh, the orange box in, on an ottoman in front of him. And mm. He's just kind of like staring mm-hmm. at it. What day of the week did we arrive? Wednesday. And so we need to be in Long Beach by Friday? Yes. What's the nearest major holiday? So. <laughs> uh, I don't want to say. That's not going to be relevant. Yeah. Why? 
because last time it was a big deal. Oh, gotcha. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's sure. so good. <laughs> yeah, this is this is amb- ambiguity last central time here. It was a big deal. When you said October 28th, I was like listening going, oh, Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Halloween. It's a spooky time. time. <laughs> Ryan is going to invite everybody to dinner at a very at the nicest restaurant in in town on Thursday evening. I will go somewhere from there if people accept. Yeah, absolutely. And and Tiberius, obviously, I'm not going to stare at a suitcase. Well, maybe not, obviously, but I'm not going to stare at a suitcase for (laughs) uh, two days. So I'm going to look into this Rowan Cook fella. And especially like any weird rumors or tabloid stuff Mm -hmm. that uh, it catches my interest. So I'm going to give you all a little bit of an info dump then. And Ryan, for you, you're familiar with this industry and you're familiar with this gentleman. So this is crazy to you that this VIP is involved in anything that you're doing for the US government at this capacity. Have he and I met ever? No. Okay. So Rowan Cook has been like a tabloid staple since 2004. And he kind of rose out of the dot-com bubble, somewhat unscathed, and was able to accrue this vast wealth. He's apparently a very savvy businessman. He was able to quickly diversify his holdings, increase his net worth, and he's he's doing just fine now. One of the richest men in the world. His reputation though, as a jet-setting playboy, has always been there. He has been seen hobnobbing in the past with the likes of Lily Allen, Amy Winehouse, but he does have a penchant for suddenly disappearing. He's known as a great eccentric. He goes into reclusivity for years and then suddenly reemerges into the limelight with this great sudden dramatic announcement. And the media is always just ravenous for stories involving him. Others, folks like Ryan and those in his circles, they believe he's a slick opportunist who uses a very carefully managed and cultivated celebrity as well as media manipulation to earn additional investor equity when his projects just don't really pan out behind the scenes. I'm glad that there isn't a person like this in our real world. No, that would be a nightmare. Um, He's also widely known for making grand proclamations about the future of consumer space tourism. (laughs) And everything is nearly always focused on his aeronautics and luxury space travel company. The name of that is Severed Hyper. Now, this is a Cook acquisition during the beginning of the 2010s. The company has made great strides to create reusable low earth orbit passenger rockets, though not one of the experimental craft has successfully returned to earth in one piece. Now, prototypical flights are well covered by the media and Severn Hyper often competes with other private ventures, SpaceX, Virgin Galactic, Blue Origin, when they're planning their test flights. Severn has been truly breaking ground though with its series of Piper rockets, the first which was deployed in 2014. And even though it barely left the launch pad, the proof of concept was impressive enough to collect a sizable set of government contracts. Apparently they have a outsized percentage of government contracts under their under the hood. So as you are continuing to research, you see that Severn Hyper has a large campus in the Severn Valley region of England. It's west of Birmingham. This just keeps getting better. You're, you're feeding me. Ramsey Campbell <laughs> addiction. Cook's acquisition of what was once Severn Aerospace has transformed the area into one of the fastest growing and most expensive places to live in the UK with one of the highest annual incomes per capita. It's a true corpo township and Severn Hyper is now a massive and sprawling cityscape with a singular focus, creating the flashpoint for affordable and widespread space tourism. 
It is also rumored that a space elevator project using some proprietary application of massive amounts of carbon captured graphene is currently in the works and likely to be slated at this year's Space Tech Expo in Long Beach, California. I want to make I want to make a note if he's ever been in space or not. Oh, yes, he he took a trip on the Vomit Comet. Um, actually, that was when he was with Amy Winehouse. Uh, actually, she had a celebrity appearance as well. Fun. Okay. Paris, getting maps or plants for the convention center, it's it's a simple web search away. It's very easily accessible on their website, honestly. Anything more sophisticated, talking electrical or mechanical plans, that's, that's a whole nother world. This is a well-managed convention center through a property manager called ASM Global. And that's about where that trail ends without some very particular skills or database access that I do not think Paris has. No, no, he does not. But um, that's that's fine then. He's just going to apply his expertise to what he can find. And for all three of you doing, during this research, doing this research, there's just only rumors about Cook appearing at the convention center right now. But there's a pattern here. It starts with rumors. There's all these leaks going to all these specific media outlets saying he might appear. The next day it's he will appear. And the next day it's like he's got the best, newest and flashiest thing ever to announce. So that pattern has begun, even though we're dealing with only rumors right now. There's nobody for the keynote speech who's been announced yet. It's just keynote speech on the agenda for this weekend's Space Tech Expo. Tiberius is going to want to try it either through going online or calling if there's a number, the county office there to see if there's any plans or like fire escape plans or anything like that, that he could somehow finagle out of uh, out of the county. Out of the county. Let's see here. If, yeah, this that's a tough one. If you called maybe from the position of a journalist poking around and trying to call the fire marshal's office and, and you know, digging into some rapid response plans that they might be it's a pub piloting in the last month or so that i could see that maybe. it's a public building Is that kind of uh, i figured maybe mm-hmm. i could get like a from their website or something like that an exit plan for fire escapes or, or oh yeah. okay oh yeah yeah you can that that is actually on the on their uh on their website and well it's it's something you can query for mm-hmm. from asm global and they do send it to you quite quickly okay cool also, Paris is going to note any nearby public docks where he could potentially put a boat in case there needs to be a rapid sea escape. Maybe I can finally use my fucking pilot small boat and swim skills. Yeah, you're Dramatic. You, you've used swim? Dramatic sea escape. <laughs> That's true. I did use, yeah. You're right. I use swim. But then I can use my, my pilot small boat. Yes, dramatic dramatic sea escape. Yeah. Long Beach, Long Beach is on the beach and there are many docks nearby. There's a cigarette uh, boat convention a couple right blocks. now. <laughs> <laughs> the convention center. Well, he, he makes plans. To, he identifies one that's, that's cl- very close to the convention center and makes plans to charter a boat, I guess, or rent a boat, I guess. I don't know how he do that. Yeah, yeah. You uh, you look into all of that. And you have that information at the tip of your, your tippy tips. What kind of machine does he have to put his blood into to get that boat rented? That's what I want. <laughs> oh, nice callback. Nice callback. Uh, we'll find out. We're not there yet. I'm feeling all the corpo stuff that you're bringing this time. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. loving it. <laughs> Pleasure. Yeah, we live in the cyberpunk dark future, don't we? So it's not a big, really? not a big yeah, reaching. we're anymore. here. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's okay. Arrived. Anything else that you three are looking into before we move to a final scene at a fancy schmancy restaurant? Tiberius is definitely gonna share whatever information he has gotten 
and also ask. So uh, what what have you found out? Can we assume a brain dump amongst yep. the three or four? Brain yeah. dump. Brain dump, brain dump, Let's brain do dump, it. brain dump. So all the information that I just uh, doled out, we're aware of as a team. And uh, Tiberius, that's about everything. <laughs> and you, you other two, you're not a... And he kind of just looks at you for a minute. I get it. I get it. You're the you're the squat you're the squashers, and we're the yeah. All right. No, I <laughs> I was helping Paris, so I don't have. No, nah, no, nah, it's it's fine. I mean, we all got our roles. I get it. You know, here I am. <laughs> I don't want to be <laughs> dictating anything. It, it's all fine. It's fine. Sure. Paris chuckles. I think I like this guy. So you four are now seated at a large round table at what is one of the fanciest restaurants that any of you have been to in your lives. We're looking at a seven course meal and we are being attended to by a large wait staff and treated like royalty. Ryan, take it away. Gentlemen, these missions, at least in in my experience, Paris, Prentice, I know yours as well, rarely have moments of civility or even peace. So I wanted to give us a chance to indulge before what sounds like might be a uh, a dive into the unknown a bit. So, um, you know, please enjoy yourselves, drink, eat, and um, let's enjoy each other's company. Paris looks over, like, kind of like looks at Ryan for a minute, almost as if he's uh, seeing him for the first time. Nas says, "Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate that." And he picks up his glass and uh, says, "To uh, to Agent Kane." To Kane. To Kane. Tiberius goes through the motion because he senses this is important. So throughout the dinner, Ryan is going to you know, steer the conversation towards the significance of the work that they've done on past missions, ask Tiberius about his experiences to whatever extent he's able to share and really emphasize how world-changing what we are doing is even though it might be feeling in inconsequential at times or or definitely um thankless prentice interjects at this point and says i thought the point of what we're doing is not to change the world but to keep the world from changing and tiberius under his breath goes i thought the point was to not really talk about it but all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're 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 right what we do key i guess keeps the world from changing but where it would inevitably change without our interference. We're, we're band-aids. You know that, right? We're just trying to make things a little less shitty. And he, he digs into his, uh, his steak. It's uh, phenomenal. Hell yeah. The best you've tasted. Better than Applebee's? Because I don't know if you've been Come there. On. <laughs> no, no, what? <laughs> you crossed a line Not there, right, Tony? Sorry, sorry, I didn't know, I didn't know. <laughs> don't. Don't diss my bees, okay? Capiche? Oh, capiche? <laughs> you can't beat microwaved so, steak. You just can't. I dare you. So Ryan's going to continue to keep the wine coming, the alcohol flowing, etc. And as the uh, the dinner completes, say to the, the gentleman there, I'd like to propose uh, something that might sound a little bit crazy, but something that I think uh, would ensure that we really do stand united. There's a... There's a tattoo parlor, you know, just up the road here. <laughs> Why don't we all go get, um... Tramp stamps? Yeah. Maybe something a little bit more classy, <laughs> but... Tiberius looks something up. Something that 
that binds us. Tiberius looks up from his stake and kind of, kind of like, I just met these guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Would drunk Tiberius think that? Yes. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, that's fair. But anyway, Ryan's going to give it the old college try. No, no, no. Yeah, totally. Sure, sure. <laughs> He's not going to, Tiberius is not saying anything. He's just kind of like, oh, I hope this doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Prentice, yeah, fucking, uh, that's very reasonable. Tijuana, my yeah, Prentice is essentially like, well, I'm touched, but uh, as a doctor, I can I can really highly suggest you never get a tattoo in Tijuana. I think that's just oh, just a you're a doctor idea. and like a bug hunter. Oh, you you got you got facets. You're a you're a you're an enigma there, aren't you, Princess? Prentice levels a gaze at. Tiberius, and says, we're all more than just our day jobs, aren't we? Ah, I mean, some of us, I guess. Uh, and his eyes... I don't know everybody, you know what I mean? His <laughs> eyes kind of go, like, thousand-yard stare. <laughs> he's not seeing you anymore. <laughs> Tiberius realizes he's having a one-sided conversation. Respect his day. Yep, yep, yep. Right, he looks over like, yeah, T1 is uh, not the place I'd want to get a tattoo. Yeah, don't take it the wrong way, Ryan, but... Appreciate the sentiment. Hey, all good, gents. All good. Let's uh, let's get some rests. We're heading back up to Long Beach tomorrow. And so you do. You enjoy the rest of the evening, and you board the private jet in Tiberias. This is this is not what you expected coming into mm-hmm. TJ. Leaving this way is quite nice. But you board Ryan's private jet, and do I do I know it's ride. his jet? Oh yeah. Oh for sure. It's quite the comfortable ride, and you have never been on an operation where this happened. Usually you're scrambling for cab fare. This is this is absolutely out of the norm. And you haven't been in the field for a while, so maybe things have changed, but this is quite the change. And you soon land in Long Beach. You have a long day ahead of you. Okay there, Jeff. Yeah, uh, you sound like a nearly stalled '67 Camaro slipping down under about uh, six feet of mud. I was attempting to auditorily simulate a burdening of my preeminent cognitive abilities. As if harnessing certain portions of this planetary body's magnetosphere to locate a single individual is a difficult process for me. Alright, so you're fine then? Of course. The simple energies here and elsewhere are my playthings. I located the others, Gopnik, and your coveted sidearm the moment we agreed upon a path forward. 
So, uh, why the whole dog and pony show? It makes sense to build a stronger rapport with you. I have elected to lower myself and show glimpses of potential vulnerability or weakness that do not otherwise exist. Oh, thank you, your highness. Your thoughtfulness is so appreciated. I'm so glad you have deemed me worthy of your supreme condescension. Relic, I detect a very unpleasant tonal inflection in your voice, but I assume at first that you do not appreciate my endeavor to bring us closer together. Very well. My superior command of the various emanations that surround and inform your perceived reality have brought forth an answer to our simple query. But even more information has been gleaned, of which you may be interested if your sloppy head meat has successfully followed my vibrations thus far. The others, Gopnik and, possibly, even your sidearm are conspiring to undo the work that we have so ardently recorded, expanded, and nurtured. The nature of these attempts requires that we physically interface with the puppetry the others have employed, and commit a direct halt to the fevered machinations. Of what appears to be the unwork. <laughs> the the unwork? Well, that's what you're going with. It is succinct and accurate, Relic, and you will accept it. So wait, the others ain't dead. Gopnik is under their control, and he still got my gun? Well, I see my prior denigration wasn't necessary after all, and you appear to have indeed absorbed my words with precision. Albeit through your characteristically primitive lens. But before we cautiously disconnect this radio, adapt it to portability, and go on a journey that I will now dub, Jeff and Relic, hit the road. You must do what has been done, and must always be done, per our agreement. Begin. Sure, okay, here goes. <clears throat> Hello, tolerated audience. You've been carefully listening to and appropriately recording, Sorry Honey, I Have to Take This, and you are thanked on this plane and several others to come for doing so. The work, of which you are an integral participant, continues to grow due in no small part to your diligence and attention. If you want to uh, deepen your support, please go to coffee.com forward slash sorry honey and donate a little of your fiat currency to help keep it all humming along within expected tolerance. The shadowed, hungry beings responsible for this cursed content also appreciate you dropping them a line on, on Discord, okay, to send ripples across the infinite tenebrous pond that is the sum of their isolation and loneliness. Okay. Uh, you know, all social links are compiled on Linktree forward slash sorry honey, so that's a good spot to see the places they produce varied content. It has not gone unnoticed that a lot of you have joined. It has not gone unnoticed. Damn. It has not gone unnoticed that a lot of you who have joined are contributing toward the work in all sorts of ways. Expanding on the ideas of the show and making new things such as uh, subversive mimetic imagery. It is the appropriate reality incarnate. The vibrational foundation of the work Okay, Jeff, I I'm not reading your shit for the next one. We're gonna go back to my own words, because I only understood about half of that. Acceptable. 